You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. So this morning, we're starting a new series. I call this Faith for Supernatural Living. Okay? Somebody say faith for supernatural living. There is need for faith if we're going to walk in the supernatural. One of the things God has told us as a church is that we're going to be known. We're going to be characterized for the unimaginable, the supernatural, and the extraordinary. Now, all of these things require faith. They require faith. So you need to understand faith. If anybody in this city should know faith, it's you. If there's anybody who should not be confused about faith, it's you. Okay? You need to understand faith. You need to understand how it works. Yeah, if you know how it works and you apply it in your life, it's going to help you tremendously. Then you can experience the things that God has ordained. You can experience the realities of the Word of God. You can see His promises come to pass in your life. And you will not be of the kind of people that say, well, you know, God has let me down. God is not, you know, God is not doing this for me. He's not doing that for me. God is not moved by sentiments. He's not moved by our emotions. He's moved by his word. So if you're not getting it, what you need to do is to go to God and say, God, how should I? Where, where am I missing it? When you go to God and say, God, where am I missing it? Show me where I'm missing it. He will show you. Instead of throwing a tantrum and then getting jealous of people that God is, is blessing. There shouldn't be any place for that because there's more than enough for everyone. There's no shortage in the kingdom of God. Even if the whole world, seven I don't know how many people now, 7.5 billion people lined up and you are the last person on the queue and God is asking everybody, ask whatever you want. If you are the last person on the queue, don't be afraid. It won't run out by the time it's your turn. Amen. Hallelujah. It won't run out. No. It's more than enough. More than enough in the kingdom of God. But we need to know how to move the hand of God. We need to know how to move. How, you know, it was Smith Wigglesworth that said, he, God will skip over a million people to get to the person that is in faith. Interesting. Let's look at the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11. So somebody used this to say that, you know, this is proof that women don't make good coffee because Hebrews. <laughs> it's, not, it's not her brews or she brews. No, it's he brews. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence 
of things not seen. Hallelujah. You know this passage very well. Most of you quote it all the time when you speak about faith. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hmm? So how do we develop faith? What is faith? How does it work? So I want you to understand some things. I took some time to go a little deep into this verse to, to understand and so that we can break down faith. All right? So we can break it down and bring it to a level of understanding that would help us very much. So I checked um, my Greek Lexicon, right? The word for substance is hypotasis. Somebody say hypotasis. That's a Greek word, hypotasis. Okay. Now, when you go and um, when you go and study that word, it is quite insightful. Number one, that word means support. Okay. It means support. It means to undergird. It also means to stabilize. Okay? But when you go deeper, when you go deeper into that word to study it more, uh, because here when you look at it, the, tra the, the translation it just says faith is a substance of things hoped for. It's, it's a bit limiting it's a bit limiting, but in the Greek, the way the, the Greek um, puts it, all right, it's, it, the, the, the way the Greek puts it is like, let me put it this way, it's like faith, faith is what substantiates things hoped for. So faith is kind of, it's kind of like, um, it's not just the substance, but it is what produces the substance. Okay? So, when you have a promise, when God speaks, for that promise to come to pass, faith is what works and brings that promise to pass. Are you getting me? Yeah. So, faith can be a process. In that sense. So it's, it's, it's what will process that miracle and bring it to reality. It's what will help you to get to that quantum <laughs> level of manifestation that we've been talking about. We require faith. Yeah, you require faith. So, hypotasis, you know, it's like, it, 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 it is what will carry you from where you are, okay, to where you ought to be. It's, it's faith that works it out. Faith works that. Faith can lift you, 
can lift you from low here to high up there. It takes faith. Many Christians today are not developing their faith. That's why they are looking for magicians to just give them a portion. Just drink this thing and it will solve your problem. Nah. Nah. Just drink this oil and everyone will obey you. Yeah. I once saw an advert like that in the newspaper, advertising oils, different, different anointing oils. So there's one oil, he says, love me by force oil. And there's a price for that. Yeah. And then there's another one, it's, do what I say oil. Come on, yes. Yeah. And people will pay lots of money for that. You see, when people don't understand faith, they fall for those kind of things. And then there's this oil to get back your ex. Get your eggs back oil. Hey. <laughs> Amazing. Now, it was advertised in a newspaper. So you can imagine. I'm sure it's good business advertising that thing because for them to be paying so much to put that in that junk in the newspaper, there are people falling for it. There are people that they, they are getting customers. <laughs> Amazing. What faith can do for you freely, somebody is promising you huh? at a high price. And it's not that he can deliver. There are no guarantees. So they, they, they'll probably have a small print. T's and C's apply. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> yeah. Use this oil at your own risk. Yeah. But when people don't understand faith, it's easy to fall for such things. All right? So faith is the substance of things hopeful. It is, it is that thing that, that brings, it, brings it from the unseen realm. Okay? It brings it from that nano level. If we can go to the scientific word, from that nano level and brings it to the, to the macro level. From the invisible to the visible. It is faith that processes it. So that thing that God has said will require faith. That thing that God has revealed will require faith. That dream that God gave you will require faith. That promise that God gave will require faith. 
will require faith, not an oil. Not some water from Jerusalem. Come on. Let's be wise. Don't fall for such things. Build your faith. Build your faith. And God can do the impossible if you can believe. Is that what he told, is that what he told um, Abraham? He says, he says, by this time next year, your wife Sarah is going to conceive. And Abraham laughed. He laughs. Oh my goodness, God. You missed it. You should have come 20 years ago. Now it's too late. And God says to Abraham, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything God cannot do? Hallelujah. What he cannot do does not exist. It doesn't exist. He can do it. It says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Will he not make it good? Hallelujah. I believe the promise. I don't know about you. I believe the promise. I believe the vision. Hallelujah. I believe it. And you ought to believe it as well. Don't believe in any portion. Okay? Believe in God. You see, when you, when you take, when you take, um, when, when, when you look at that newspaper selling that kind of oil and you go buy that, I say, and you now say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by faith, as I drink this oil, <laughs> I receive whatever. Do you know what you are doing? That is called syncretism. You know, in theology, that's what is called syncretism. Syncretism is when you take when you take the principles of the Word of God and you mix it with animist practices. Yeah. That's what is called syncretism. So, because of the religious nature of man, and especially for Africans, we're so used, we're, we're, we're at home with syncretism. Most of us were raised in that. So the moment somebody puts an advert and says, just this will solve this problem, you immediately fall for it. And you, you, you don't realize that it's not God. Don't come and give me testimonies because Sangomas have testimonies. Yeah, some Sangomas have testimonies. Yeah. Some witches have testimonies. So the, 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 the proof is not in the testimony. It's in the principle. What is it based on? What biblical principle is it based on? What scripture is it based on? In Romans chapter 10, 
verse 17. Okay, let's, let's, let's look at Romans chapter 10. Just put your hand, stay here in Hebrews. We'll come back. Let's look at Romans chapter 10. My Lord. Jesus is Lord. In Romans chapter 10, I want to read from verse 6. It says, But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Don't say in your heart. So when it comes to faith, okay, your heart is, is critical. Don't say in your heart, who is going to go up there and bring this thing for me? No, don't say that. Okay? Who is going to bring a portion for me? Don't say that in your heart. Who is going to go up? <laughs> huh? Or who will descend into the abyss? That is, bring Christ up from the dead to solve, to solve my problem. Don't say that in your heart. Okay? Don't say that. But what is it? Huh? What does it say? The word is near you. Come on, come on. Yes. Say, the word is near me. In my mouth. Yes. And in my heart. That is the word of faith. Which we preach. Amen. So, it's not far. It's not far. Don't go looking for it. It's not far. It's right there near you. It's not in a bottle. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart and in your mouth. It's in your heart and in your mouth. There's no bottle that carries your miracle. Come on. It's in your heart and in your mouth. There are, no, there are no herbs that carry your miracle. Amen. Glory to God. There's no concoction. There's no portion that carries your miracle. It's in your heart and it's in your mouth. Yes. It's in your heart and it's in your mouth. Amen. What's in your heart? What have you allowed into your heart? Now, hear me well. I'm not saying you don't take medications and things like that. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm talking about those things <laughs> that those mooties, you know, that you you go, <laughs> yeah, you go to, huh? You go to some places, and they tell you this one. There's an old man that did prepare this. This thing was cooked for 15 years. It is potent. If you take this, whew, your problem is solved. Don't even try it. Don't even try it. Yeah. It's not that far. It's near you. It's not even in heaven. It's not even in heaven. It's near you. It's, it's in your mouth. It's in your heart and in your mouth. Are you getting me? It's right there. What you need is understanding how to make it real. 
But it's there. It's near you. It's in your heart. And it's in your mouth. Don't go looking for anybody anywhere to give you this. This word is in your heart and in your mouth. Hallelujah. And then look at what he says. He says, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our hearts that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Yes. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You see, so even your salvation, do you have to do anything to be saved? Did you, did, did you need to mix anything? Huh? Did you need to go and bathe in a special water, special river to be saved? Did you need to do that? Hmm? Did, you, did you have to pay anything to be saved? You didn't. So why is it that now somebody tells you that you need to pay this in order to get your ex back? Come on. Yeah. And then you, 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 you go and the little money you have, instead of investing it, you go and give it to that person. And then they give you something. Oh, why is it? Why do you go? They say, oh, this thing, you, if you just tie it around your waist. Just tie it. Put it. When you're going to that meeting. When you're going to that meeting, just tie it. And, you know, that interview, you'll get it. See how people get deceived. It's near you. It's in your heart. It's in your mouth. <laughs> Hallelujah. <Amen>. Yeah. <laughs> I heard about one pastor, you know, he was, he had a meeting with, he's, he's a pastor, they, he has many pastors under him, so they had a pastor's meeting and he said, and that meeting was just the males. They were all males, right? So said, lock the doors. So everybody, just lock the doors. Close the windows. Close the curtains. Close everywhere. Say, so, every one of you, remove your shirt, remove your, your pants. And he says, I'll start, I'll be the first. And he'll remove his. And of course, if the, if the big man does it, who are you? <laughs> so the rest of them started removing. Do you know what? Many of them had things around their waist. Some of them had something here. They say, look at you, look at, look, look at you. Huh? You're preaching to people. And what, what is that? 
Who are you deceiving? Hmm? In the body of Christ. And they are speaking in tongues. Now, how will that, how will that man command demons and they, be, they, 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 they bow? Will they bow? No, they won't bow. They are in the same camp. What is that? So no, my faith. I have faith. If I just, I know, I have my faith. If I just tie this thing, I know nothing can happen to me. What happened to the name of Jesus? The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. What happened to that scripture? He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What happened to that scripture? And you're tying something on your waist. Come on, stop that nonsense. It doesn't work. It's deception. Don't allow anyone to fool you, okay? You know, yeah, we just tell the truth. If it offends you, you know, just... just Take it. <clears throat> if it hurts, just, <clears throat> you know? And after that, you'll be healed. The same truth will heal you. Yeah. Hallelujah. To heal you. Don't play games with God. The time is coming that there's going to be a distinction. God is going to start distinctly, distinctly, Distinctly separating those who are standing on the truth and those who are not. There will be a distinction. So learn faith now. Okay? The good thing about, the good thing about faith is that every one of us has it. Okay? God has given to everyone the measure of faith. But not everyone uses it. Not everyone uses it. Okay? If you look at Romans, uh, yeah, since we're in Romans, let's look at chapter 12, verse 3. It says, For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one the measure of faith. Okay, so God has given us a measure of faith. There's a measure of faith that God gave to you. You've got it already. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been born again. For you to be saved, you need faith. Okay? Yeah, so that faith is in your heart. But now you need to develop it. You need to feed on the Word of God. You need to continue to fellowship with the Lord. Continue to spend time with God. And that would help you. Continue to apply the Word of God. That's going to help you. To grow and become strong. Strong to counter the, 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 the pressure from this society. Pressure from the world. Pressure from this generation. Pressure. There's so much pressure on, on, 
on God's people in this generation. And so God's people, if you are not strong, you will compromise. If you are not strong, you will give in and say, well, you know, God says we should be wise. Be wise. So I'm just applying wisdom. No, it's not wisdom. You know, the serpent is wise. So there's, 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 there's that wisdom, the cunning craftiness of the serpent. It's not the same as the wisdom that comes from above. Okay? There's sensual wisdom, but there's wisdom from above. There's the wisdom of this world, and then there's a wisdom from another world. Hallelujah. So that's the one you want. Okay. So we're looking at, back to Hebrews. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11 again. Hmm? So hypotasis is that um, process that substantiates what you hope for. Okay. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So it is faith. It is hypotasis that takes what you hope for. What is hope? Hope is confident expectation. Okay? That which you are aspiring for is, is hope. So what, what faith does is that that thing that you're hoping for. Come on. How many people have hope? You have some hope, right? You're not hopeless. Okay. Wonderful. So that hope that you have is an important ingredient in producing manifestation. Okay? It's an important ingredient in producing manifestation. That's why many times the devil will attack you to the point where you lose hope. So when you lose hope, then faith has nothing to work with. Are you getting my point? Because faith does not work in isolation. Faith needs an environment. And part of, part of the environment which faith works is hope. So it needs hope. I'll give you an example. Say somebody is sick, is, is sick in the hospital, is down, and the person loses hope. Now, it doesn't matter the kind of prayer you pray. If the person has lost hope, it's going out. Yeah. So sometimes you pray, you pray, yeah, in the name of Jesus and all of that. But you are not doing anything to build hope in that person. You are not helping the person to dream again. Do you get my point? That's, how, that's, that's, that's faith. So you, that, that person, the dream has gone, but you need to put dream back again. So let, let, let the person start seeing. Start dreaming again. That's what faith needs. Yeah. So I know, well, yeah, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. From Romans 10, 17, all right? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Yes, true. But faith needs hope. 
means to work with hope. So sometimes, like, I remember a while ago, I ministered to, I ministered to this lady who um, the doctors had given her two weeks to live because her heart was failing, you know, and her heart was failing. And long story short, when I started ministering to her, first thing I did was I started bringing hope, okay, to her. <laughs> I started sharing the word. I would, I would go there every day, sit down, sometimes two hours, you know, just building hope. Faith and hope. Okay? Yeah, because when the doctor says you have two weeks, you know, you are in, you, you are in a hurry to get something to happen, Right? Yeah, because you can't procrastinate, you can't postpone. When, well, it's only two weeks. Two weeks. So the doctor said, the only thing that can help you is a heart transplant. Now, where will you get a heart, a good, compatible heart, in two weeks? Even if you have the money. But to cut the long story short, by the eighth week, the doctor gave her a clean bill of health. Amen. Healed. <laughs> you see? So when you minister to people, bring hope as well. Let them dream again. Don't lose hope in that relationship. Don't lose hope in that in that, uh, in that family situation. Don't lose hope in that uh, business situation. Don't lose hope in that health situation. Don't lose hope. Because if you lose hope, faith has nothing to work with. Faith is the substance, the hypothesis of things hoped for. Okay, Like I said, they're just little, little tweaks that can just make a big difference in your life. It doesn't have to be a mind-blowing revelation. No, just little tweaks. And I'm praying by the end of this series, you will become a faith champion. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, you'll become a giant in the faith. So when you come, the enemy sees you, he starts running. <laughs> yeah. There are little, little things, intricate things, but little things, and once we get them sorted, our faith starts working. It starts producing results. It starts producing results. Glory to God. So, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, the word evidence there is, is also an interesting word when you look at it in the, in, 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 in the Greek. Elankos, okay? Now, this word, evidence, 
If you read it in the English, it's, it's, yes, it's evidence, but it's not all. That's not all that this word means. So the evidence is like proof of something, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's proof. So faith is a substance of things hoped for, okay? Faith substantiates hope. Faith is what brings the dream to reality, okay? That's what faith does. It brings a dream to reality, but then it also is the evidence, okay? It's also the evidence of things not what? Not seen, okay? It is the evidence of invisible things. All right. So, and you know from what we've said in the past that scientifically, even if you don't believe in God, all right, just from studying science, you can see some, some, some things that point to God and also confirm what, um, confirm the word of God. And we've said, we've said before that everything is made of matter, right? This, yeah, atoms, a lot of atoms, right? Every atoms, uh, uh, protons, electrons, neutrons, all in this. And we don't know how many, how many atoms make that chair you are sitting on. I'm sure trillions. Yeah, maybe hundreds of trillions. I don't know. But they say in a fly, for instance, in a fly, a little fly, a little fly has a few billion atoms. Just in a fly. So imagine that seat you are sitting on. Whew. Okay. So, but you don't see them. But the fact that you don't see does not mean it's not real. Am I correct? Yeah. It's, it's there. You're sitting on it. But there's a high concentration of atoms. Even your body is made up of atoms. Hallelujah. So, faith is the evidence, is the proof, okay? Is the proof of what is not seen, the evidence of things not seen. And it's not just evidence, it is the convincing evidence. Okay, not every evidence is convincing. Okay, not every evidence is convincing, but faith is a convincing evidence. So when you go to court and you... Uh, you present evidence. Your evidence might not be convincing. So the fact that you've pr pr uh, presented an evidence does not mean you have won the case. Am I correct? Yeah. It doesn't mean you have won the case. You have not won the case yet. It has to be convincing. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. That's why when you go to court and they say, um, so you, you take the witness stand and they say, uh, tell us what happened. Um, you say, oh, well, uh, my neighbor John told me that, 
The, mo the moment you say that you are disqualified, because you are not qualified, it's your neighbor, John. Go call John. Let's hear from John. We don't want to hear from you. Because that's second-hand information. We want an eyewitness, an eyewitness account. So they send for John. John comes, and John stands in the witness box, and they say, okay, tell us what you saw. Um, okay, by 7 o'clock on Tuesday, this is what I saw, and this is what I heard. That is what? That's a credible witness. So his testimony, his evidence, or his whatever he's presenting, hmm? But you see, the other side of this word, the other side of this word is interesting. It doesn't only mean evidence. It doesn't only mean proof. It also means rebuke. Yeah. It also means rebuke. Turn with me to the book of 2 Timothy. Hmm? 2 Timothy chapter 3. My Lord. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, the Bible tells us there about the Word of God. Okay? It says all Scripture. Verse 16 of 2 Timothy chapter 3. It says all Scripture is given for it, uh, is, is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, number one, and for reproof. You see, you see that word reproof is the same word that is translated evidence in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. So, reproof. You need faith in order to reproof. Okay? Another, another an, um, King James, I think it's the old King James that says rebuke. So, it's reproof. And so, you reprove that whatever negative situation that, is, that you are facing in your life. So, what faith does is that it rebukes that situation. Are you getting my point? That's why you need to build your faith. Because when you build your faith, you have what it takes to rebuke that storm in your life. So faith helps you. So it's not just evidence. It's, it's, it, it rebukes. Hallelujah. It rebukes situations. Yeah, you need faith. Come on, talk to your neighbor. Say you need faith. You need, to, you need faith. Yeah. Build your faith. Build your faith. It will do you good. It will help you. It will help you. Don't look for a magician somewhere to come and do what you can do. Yeah, you don't even need me to help you. I'm helping you by opening your eyes and feeding you with understanding, feeding you with knowledge. So that you can stand and rebuke that storm. You can rebuke that situation. You can rebuke the enemy and say, get 
behind me. Yeah, I have the evidence. I have, I have what it takes to rebuke you. You can rebuke that sickness by faith. So you have the substance. You have the faith. And your faith is your authority to rebuke that situation. Hallelujah. So, now with that understanding, you now go back to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. And say, faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hallelujah. The evidence of things not seen. So the fact that you don't see it does not mean that you should believe your senses who are trying to confuse you that because you don't see it, then it's not real. You see? Yeah, because your, your eyes can tell you, well, but you know, you can't see it. What's the evidence? Come on, then you can rebuke it by faith. You can rebuke your eyes. Hallelujah. So it's, it's like uh, my wife, she has a perfume that she, she wears, and I, and I know that perfume. Right? I'm sitting down, I'm not looking, and I'm, I'm facing another direction in the house. The moment I perceive the aroma of that perfume, I know she has come in. I have not heard her voice, I have not seen her, but I know because my nose has been able to sense it. Hallelujah. That's how faith works. That's how faith works. So your eyes might not have seen it. Maybe you have not been able to touch it and feel it. Okay, you have not been able to touch it and feel it, but your spiritual senses tell you so you can now rebuke your natural senses. Hallelujah. With the evidence. And that's how. If you're going to walk in the supernatural, you better get what I'm saying. will do you good. It will do you good. Hallelujah. You want to walk in the extraordinary? This is it. It starts from here. You want to walk in the supernatural? It starts from here. And the unimaginable? It starts from here. Hallelujah. So even though your imagination can't grasp it, but you just know God has spoken. And if God has spoken, who can dispute? Who? Who can challenge God? Let him show up. So there are things God has said to us, we know by faith that this it's just a matter of time. Our faith is still processing it. Hallelujah. Our faith is building it up. Our faith, the hypotasis. Hallelujah. Of things, things, um, the things hoped for. The, the, the things, the vision that God has shown. Faith is in the process. As we are speaking, as we continue, it's being substantiated. 
it's, there's a process going on in the spirit. It's being taken from that invisible realm, from that um, nano level. Let me, let me use uh, uh, natural terminologies or scientific terminologies. Being taken from that nano level and is being converted. It's going through a process of conversion. Hallelujah. Until it now becomes boom to the eyes. And the eyes begin to see. And people now begin to wonder, oh wow, how did you do it? By faith. By faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My time is up. I have to stop now. We'll continue next week. Come on. Have you been blessed? Yes. Glory to God. Lord, I thank you for your people. I declare, I rebuke every spirit of doubt. I rebuke unbelief. I banish it from this house. In the name of Jesus, whatever fights against the word of God, I command to be crushed in the mighty name of Jesus. I subdue, subdue every contrary move. Every instability, every uncertainty, everything that the enemy is trying to use to manipulate the minds of your people. Lord, I pray right now. My God, I put an end to that. I declare right now. It ceases in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I declare strength to their faith. I speak strength to their faith. Where hope has been lost, I ask, oh God, let hope come alive. Let hope come alive again in the name of Jesus. I speak life to your dreams. I speak life. I speak life to those dreams that have died. I speak resurrection to those dreams that have died. Those dreams, the Bible says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. I speak healing to your heart right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed. May your heart be healed in the name of Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Let, us, let those dreams come alive. Let them come alive. Let them come alive. Begin to dream again. Begin to dream again. In the name of Jesus. Start dreaming again. Start dreaming of changing the world again. Start dreaming of taking nations again. Start dreaming of ruling in that industry. Start dreaming again. Start dreaming. Let dreams be resurrected. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You might be watching online. I want you to put your faith together with mine right now. And I declare that your dreams are coming back to life. 
in the name of Jesus. Whatever dream Satan has stolen from you, I command to be brought back in the name of Jesus. And there's somebody watching. You've made some mistakes. You've made some blunders. And that has put you in a situation. It has put you in a situation where this dream has become even more impossible. I declare over your life right now, as you embrace the Word of God, yes, that you are being brought up from that pit right now. You are being brought out of that pit right now. Yes. It was a blunder you made. It was a mistake you, you made. You acted foolishly and that led you into that. But God has forgiven you and He's bringing you out right now in the name of Jesus. I want you to receive. Receive your deliverance. And let that dream, I command you to start dreaming again in the name of Jesus. I declare that your heart will now begin to accommodate the dreams of God in the name of Jesus. The dreams of God that your heart will carry the dreams of God. Your heart will become the womb of God to bring forth those dreams. And I abort every satanic dream that has been sown into your heart. I command them to be aborted right now. I speak death to them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. People, I want you to know that God has marked you for something great. All right? And you need to believe that. Believe that. Believe that. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter how terrible things are. Don't be trapped there. Don't be trapped there. God has destined you for the throne. Remember Joseph. Right there. From the well. Became a slave. From a slave. He became a prisoner. It was getting worse. But from the prison to the palace. Hallelujah. That is somebody's testimony. God is going to take you from that prison of despair. God is going to take you from that prison. That prison of oppression. And it's going to establish you. It's going to establish His promises over your life. In the name of Jesus over your family Lord tells me there's a family here that have been oppressed you've been hunted as a family for so long right now this word is delivering your family it's taking your family out it's taking your family out God is taking your family out out of that situation right now in the name of Jesus I want you to receive it thank you Father we give you glory. Amen. Thank you, Lord. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.